my idea for people who don't know me, I'm a comic and um, I do a lot of jokes about like kind of like social issues. That tends to be like the topic that I discuss the most. So for my idea, I wanted to try to solve a social problem. And the problem I thought about was um, gun violence, gun violence and school shootings. I know that that's been something you know, that's been in the public eye with intense focus for the past little bit. So I developed a three-part plan to try and curb some of the gun violence and, I guess, some of the you know, gun worship in the United States. Um, there's three parts to it. I'll say the parts, and then I'll go back, and um, I guess we can kind of fill in the blanks. Sound good? Yep. Okay. The first part is a service that I've developed. Basically, the service is rehabilitating potential school shooters. You got like a seven-year-old white kid, and you don't know if he's a school shooter or not. You send him to me, and I put him through our program, and then we turn him out, turn him back. Basically, I'm flipping small white children. Seven. The first part. Seven's yeah. kind of young. Seven it? is the age where you don't know whether you're going to lose them or not. Like, by the time they're seven, you can look at them and tell if they got an issue or not. Like, if they haven't made eye contact with you, or, like, they ask for trench coats, <laughs> or all types of weird stuff like that. You're like, ah, we might need a kid whisperer to talk to him and get him right before he goes off. That's my service. That's the first part of the plan. The second part is for high school kids. It's a school shooter exchange program. So the idea is this. A lot of these school shooters, they feel like they, they're being bullied in school. They aren't being understood. Maybe people are mean to them. We take those kids and we send them to inner city school so they'll see what real bullying is like. <laughs> I thought you were going to say ship them so, overseas and let no, them worry no, about it. No, American solutions to American problems. Damn it. We're making America great again. So you take these kids that are in suburban or rural areas, you ship them to inner city high schools, and then you let nature run its course. The third step to my plan is something I think everybody could get on board with. And this will apply to uh, people who graduated from high school and people who collect all these firearms. America has 370 million firearms. We have essentially one firearm for every person. However, two-thirds of Americans don't own a firearm. So what that means is one-third of Americans have all the firearms. Now, there are many reasons that people buy these firearms. You know, some of them like to hunt. But most of it is, you know, other nefarious purposes. Since we live in a capitalist society, it's, it's very hard to get people to stop buying a product just because it's unsafe or because people don't like it. What you have to do is you have to give them something better to spend their money on. So the final portion of this plan is that we legalize prostitution. Okay. I'm with you on that one. Oh, shit. I just had that idea the other day specifically because if those kids got off, they wouldn't be shooting everyone. Never have I ever felt like shooting somebody after I bust a nut. Now, wait. Never. Is it legal for Not even like kids might. to see the prostitutes? <laughs> That's a little dicey. No, absolutely not. <laughs> These are going to be seasoned professionals. Okay, so this is for the adults, like the Adam Lanza... Yeah. ...who yeah. graduated so a couple of years ago. These men's rights activists, and you see these guys that like have the AR-15s, Slung across their back at like Denny's 
Like, you know that these guys don't spend their off time just crushing pussy. Like, they probably, they've hit a dry spell since the 80s. So, if we had legalized prostitution, I'm sure that they would find something else to spend their money on. Um, I'm with you on that one. The first two, however, so your plan <laughs> to prevent bullied kids from lashing out is to single them out when they're seven and separate them from the other kids, give them a label as a bad seed, and then in their teens, send them somewhere to get bullied even more where it's easier to buy untraceable guns. I don't think that's a good idea. Well, first off, I think when we talk about guns, the guns that they get in the inner city pale in comparison to what these kids have. So... I don't think they're going to be able to get more accessible, more dangerous firearms. I think that these kids, a lot of them don't have any real, like, interaction with people that are different from them. They feel ostracized where they are. I think a change of scenery might actually do them some good. That way, when they come back to their high school or to their area, they may actually be more well-rounded. It's just like a regular exchange program, except they get to hang around other Americans. It sounds to me like you just want them to get beat up in the inner city. Yeah, it sounded like you were just feeding them to a larger bully, but is it just your plan to re-socialize them by dropping them in a place where they're in a completely new place in the hierarchy of the building? It's essentially scare straight. How long would they be in the... Uh... In the pro- We think the program would last roughly six weeks. Oh, that's not so too So it wouldn't bad. be a very long time. Okay. Six weeks. That makes it more sense than what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, no, we're not talking about years here. We're talking about basically a six-week program, get them exposed to different areas, different cultures. They may actually have stuff to talk about when they get back to, to their regular school. Um, I'm sort of leaning back to the prostitution idea. Obviously, you can't <laughs> allow kids to go to prostitutes. But exactly. Yeah. Look forward to in high but, school, uh, so we know kids watch porn. We know kids watch porn. We don't endorse it. Maybe it's not legal to sell porn to kids. I would say not. But they end up with it anyway. Let's say we come up with sex dolls for kids, hypothetically. They're not only sex dolls. They're programmed to train the kids to socialize. Like they get mad if he doesn't make eye contact or treat her nice, whatever. So it's not just a sex doll. It's a human training device, socializing device. I think you're just trying to take jobs away from human prostitutes. The thing is, this would be for high schoolers. If you think about the kid who is going to shoot up to school because he got rejected by a girl and he decided he's never going to get laid in his life, if prostitution is legal for adults, that kid can just say, one day I'll be 18 and I'll have $80. Hey, due to market forces, it may not even be 80 bucks. <laughs> I mean, the whole sex stuff, and if you can't sell kids pornography, you certainly can't sell them sex toys. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I don't think that's a great one. You wouldn't have to call them that. You could call them something else and sort of squeak hey, by them. But, uh, yeah, maybe that that's a bad idea. I had uh, Kiram Sheik on, the, uh, the comic from Ann Arbor, who's a retired police officer. And his idea for the podcast was to legalize prostitution. I found that interesting that the cop wanted <laughs> to legalize prostitution. The cop and the lawyer and the teacher all agreed on something. 
he probably knows best how to allocate resources. I mean, there's other stuff that they probably could be doing instead of stopping people from busting the nut. So, Brent, you agree with legalizing prostitution? I agreed with that point. Will you get fired for saying that? Of course, you're, um, not, you're not using your real last name. I can't verify that Brent Von Kalamazoo is not my real name. I find it so odd. I've had about five teachers over the past two years on the podcast. And every Did single, all of them have fake names? Yep. All of them had fake names. And I find that so... You know, there's a reason for that. Orwellian. <laughs> it's horrible. And they're not even like, not always talking about prostitution and politically incorrect things. Well, but to do stand-up comedy, I'm like 100% positive on the record. Okay, but yeah, yeah, that, that that's fucked up that our society is so uh, anti-free speech that teachers can't do comedy with their I real mean, if talking about that stuff bothered people, we wouldn't have the president we have. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, it bothers some people and it really, really doesn't bother other people. But yeah, back to the uh, stopping school shootings thing. I think we just need to slowly, over generations, just slowly dislike guns more. Like, I think that'll just happen automatically. Like, I would imagine that less kids hunt than their parents. Like, my dad was a bow hunter and deer hunter, and I'm not. I would imagine two or three generations from now, there'll be almost no hunters. So I think that'll just go away on its own, to be honest. Assuming America continues on, on its standard trajectory, I mean, we are basically one bill away from the Hunger Games at this point. So hunting might actually come back in hand. If society did collapse and people had to hunt for food, I think all the animals would be gone in, like, weeks. But, yeah, I, I think just over decades less people interested in guns and maybe our grandchildren will be able to completely take away the guns because there's so few people left that care about them. So I say we just don't yeah, do shit. I, we just ignore the issue. Just let it sort itself out. I mean, it's, like, it's not objectively that people can't have guns. It's that exactly the wrong people have guns. The heavily loaded people who have all the guns that he mentioned those are exactly not the people that I want to have be on top of a Mad Max warlord scenario. <laughs> I support a form of gun control where we take all of the guns away and give them to the people who do not have guns. That would be nice. I would support that. Would and then if they complained really about that, then they would be outnumbered by the people who now have guns. So I'm sort of afraid to shoot guns. Do I have to shoot the gun? So you give me some gun nuts gun, do I have to shoot it? I think no, you have I to take a class. So. Yeah, classes are good. I, took I think class. everybody should have to take the class. A handgun safety class. And it was funny because the first thing they do is try to scare you to death. They show you a video of somebody getting mugged or an old white lady getting pushed down. And then everybody was like, oh, I need a gun. So they spend the first few minutes scaring the shit out of people. And I thought it was hilarious, personally. But... Yeah, the first thing they do is make everybody afraid. There's this whole culture of fear around these guns, and these people cling to them because they think that everybody else is out to get them. Yeah, I think that fear-mongering is part of the problem for sure. Even on the left, like they called the march against guns, they called it fight for our lives. Yeah, but that's like legitimate fear. No, it's not. Especially 
the, no, I mean, the people who organized it were people who got shot at. Yeah. The old lady who's afraid that every black guy on the street is going to mug her doesn't have a legitimate fear. I would argue that those kids who were shot at, society should not be swallowing their fear-mongering. We should understand that, yeah, they're traumatized and they're, they want to lash out, but we should just ignore it. We don't need to make every high school kid in, in America live needlessly in fear for something that has a 0.05% chance of happening or whatever it is. Yeah, but occurrence of mass shootings in schools is often enough for the change of the whole culture. I'm sorry, I didn't... They can't ignore it. The whole system has been magnifying it. I See, mean, I've been in live shooter drills. Yeah, that's insane. It's, Cops it's, shot at me with an air gun. I pretended to shoot him with a fire extinguisher. It was weird. The one good thing about all of these school shootings is for the first time, inner city schools don't seem so bad. <laughs> we have like yet to have an inner city school mass shooting. Yeah, now don't get me wrong. Kids get shot at, in the inner city at school. But here's the problem. Here's the difference. Black kids shoot whoever they mad at. Like specifically. The person they mad at and they shoot them and then they might run or something. They don't kill the lunch lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go, going back to point two of your plan, I really like the idea of uh, the, the typical angry rural white school shooter moving to an inner city school and trying to shoot it up. But he's not the only one packing heat. Yeah. So he's just mowed down in a well, that's scene not- that horrifically validates the NRA's worst ideas. 